Black History Month you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? <laughs> no, well, no, 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 come on. Tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. All right, and away we go. Welcome, everyone, to this level of All Up In Your Geek, the best hour of your week. You are welcome. And with me, as always... Money here, live, on tape delay, back in the mothership, reminding you, I am not your fucking guy, pal. And this is Flash Rodman, stating once and for all that you're trash. And I'm not. Savior of the universe. And this is Lou, a.k.a. Puerto Rican Judo. Still coming to you live from the All Up In Your Geek studio with yet another reminder, gentlemen. The GameStop stock is now 124.18. Wow. It keeps climbing. Yeah. I think we should put some money together and invest. Yeah. What do you, what do like you think? Like a yeast infection. <laughs> right. <laughs> Doesn't go away. <laughs> Can't you still make bread out of that? I don't know. <laughs> and with that, let's geek up. So we got some emails, huh? Straight to the sack. Here's the mail, it never fails, it makes me wanna wag my tail When it comes, I wanna will Alright, gentlemen, are you ready? Oh yeah Yes Hello all you geeky nerds Have some news, not sure you've heard It seems my favorite childhood books Contain some very racist looks Dr. Seuss drew some stereotypes of Chinese and Africans. Now they're taking all those books back again. I read this and had a small fit. It did not help that I was taking a shit. These dicks in Whoville are canceling and will not bend. Now the stuff I enjoyed will come to an end. Remember this world before social media? Please zap me back there right now, will ya? I can't breathe. When will <laughs> when will this madness stop? I would like to know. Do you have any thoughts before I go? In the meantime, I will wait and ponder. If it is worth sitting on the shitter any longer. Signed, Fat in a Hat. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, oh that, man, that was good. Right? That was good. Thank you, Fat in the Hat. <laughs> this, that's by far probably the best email ever. 
<laughs> that was indeed a treat. Uh, and yes. very creative to get all of those bars in there, too. It sure was. Oh, man. Kudos, Mr. Fat in the Hat. Indeed. Excellent. I'm, and I'm, I, ass- and I, I'm assuming that this has to do with the recent news of five of, or was it six, of Dr. Six, Seuss's six. books yeah. um, saying that there was some type of racial something and they were going to pull them mm-hmm. off the shelf or whatever the fuck they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had read it. Yeah, there were the, there were six books, and there were some racist drawings. Um, I did read the article. Um, they only really showed two, at least from the article I saw. One was, you know, like a, a Chinese stereotype, you know, of you know your typical Chinese man in the straw hat eating noodles, and you know, which I was like, okay, you know. But then then there was um, some African drawings, and I, I'm not gonna lie, those, those look pre- those look pretty racist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> don't you so think yeah they're not going to produce those books anymore don't you think it's important though just like I, I feel like we've had this discussion before about other media that these, yeah. these books and these movies and, and these games or, or whatever media we're talking about at the time are sort of snapshots of history yeah. and that fine if you don't want to produce them anymore and you don't want to release them anymore like I don't really give a shit but I, I think you're you're sort of cheating the youth of today by not having we can learn from past mistakes is, is what I'm saying really and by not allowing any more learning from those mistakes I, I think if you take Dr. Seuss who is probably the most well-known kids author you know maybe not anymore because I believe he's dead but of all time maybe and you can show that he, too, can be a flawed individual who ha- held stereotypical beliefs that maybe weren't right. And I feel like these books, correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like these books were were more towards the beginning of his career. And by, by the end of his career that he had progressed past that or maybe learned from the error of his ways. So aren't we sort of doing a disservice by taking that learning mechanism that lesson away from children i i think that having to have a discussion of this magnitude about dr seuss and his books is ridiculous that's Agreed. that's what i think i i don't disagree mm. with what you're saying I, we grew up on dr seuss and at no point in reading any dr seuss book was any adult, whether it be my parents, a teacher, a cousin, whoever, who was reading the book to me, ever said, oh, I can't show you this picture because it's racist. Right. Yeah. So, yes, we, I, I do think that we are robbing the kids of, of the experience of these books. Not mine, because I've read Dr. Seuss's books to my right. kids, and they've enjoyed them the same way that I've enjoyed them, which is how it should be. Uh-huh. Innocently. Yeah. Yes. All of this shit is learned behavior. And if you start putting right. these thoughts into kids' heads this early, it continues that cycle of I, I, I that, that cycle of there's a difference. I, I couldn't agree more. It's like we yeah. build these walls and then we tell the kids not to recognize the walls. It's like we're all equal, but here, let me build these walls for you. Exactly. First. It's like so, it's like, you know what? Does do the pictures represent a certain 
race doing something? Yes, they do. Like Bob said, one was, you know, of the Chinese or Japanese man eating noodles. You know, I get yeah, it. it was, yeah, Chinese. Yeah, yeah, Chinese. I get it. But that's not the only place where we see that image. Right. And it's also right. not the only people that eat noodles. Right. Yeah, exactly. We all eat noodles. <laughs> One, but right. two, the two races right. and the two races in particular, other than, you know, the Chinese, Japanese and other Asian culture are Italians because Italians eat spaghetti. Uh-huh. So, sure. And let me tell you something about straw hats. This is a true story. In high school, I came upon a straw hat a la Raiden from Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. And I wore that shit religiously for six fucking months. I would not take it off. I would wear it in class. I would wear it out. I would wear it home. Mm-hmm. And as you guys can attest, my eyes aren't slanted in the least. Nope. So I think... I think like you said, Lou, these are learned behaviors. And I think by doing something like this, we are not sheltering our children from the inequalities, but we are blowing them up. We we are enlarging them. We are mm-hmm. pointing them out when, like you said, you read these books and you've read the, your, these books to your kids. I've done the same. Bob, I'm sure you've done the same. And yeah. at no point did any of our kids or us even realize what we were looking at was a racist depiction. Right. right. That, and that was going to be my point, you know, like right as a kid, I, you know, I, again, you're just kind of reading it innocently, you know, for, mm-hmm. for the story and, and nothing, I don't remember anything really jumping out at me like, Whoa, this is some racist stuff here. You know, it isn't until, you know, somebody points that out or you get older that, you know, those, those issues come up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what, I mean, where are we going to draw the line? The, you know, the other thing I, I read also, and I think I shared with you guys earlier in the week was, they're taking the Mr. and Mrs. off of the Potato Head toy. It's right. no longer Mr. Yeah. or Mrs. Potato Head. It's just Potato Head because they don't want to offend anybody who's, I believe it was a transgender or, or uh, has not claimed or non-binary or however they're calling it. And I'm, I'm it, it just, yeah. where is, is that the line? Are they going to do the same thing with Ken and Barbie? Are they going to take their yeah. names away and make them neutral right. names? Like, I mean, I, I actually I just read. There, there are certain things that, that I understand, and I understand that they're trying to make everything across the board equal, and I get it. But if we're, if you're gonna do that, start at this point and move forward. Don't go mm-hmm. back to the, right. you know, to try to redo what was done right. in the first place because you don't like it now. Does not mean that it was not uh, acceptable then, and it's not right. even and a, a matter of, of accepting. The reason why they made a Mrs. Potato Head was so that little girls had a potato head of their own to be able to dress up like a girl, to make it equal. So why are we now creating this divide? Right, and if anything, even if we are, like you said, going forward, we can do that. But as far as I'm concerned, these Dr. Seuss books are grandfathered in. You know, this shit has existed for so long, and I have no idea when these books were were published. I, I didn't do any research, believe it or not. (laughs) <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I just think it's too much. It's more societal 2021 pussy, whiny, bullshit nonsense that I want no part of. My kids will certainly have no fucking part of. And I don't think anyone should really participate in this nonsense. In fact, my wife, who is a teacher, in her district, some of the parents complained after this whole nonsense was created some parents complained about these books 
being taken out of the library. Mm-hmm. And the principal was like, no, fuck that. They're, they're part of the curriculum. They're part of, not the, not the teaching curriculum, but the curriculum in yeah. the library. They're available to the kids. They've always Good. been available to the kids. And they'll always be available to the kids as long as I'm here. And he's a young guy, so he's going to be there for a while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's how it should be. I mean, I can, I, I can certainly understand not wanting to depict anything in a racial way, in a negative way. I get it. We don't want anybody to, you know have these types of feelings toward any person or any race. And I get it. This is not the way to do it. You don't attack a kid's book. If you want to attack something, attack where the problem is coming from. Yeah, and it's not even that. It's Of course, I'm not for racism, but I almost feel like you need those teaching moments. You know, right. you need to have the ignoramuses who fill this world to be able to learn and for, for our species to progress we need Mm -hmm. to err we need to make mistakes and learn from those mistakes and i don't think you know what it's in my head it feels like it's like well if i eliminate all the germs around me i'll never be sick (laughs) and it's like well theoretically that's it sounds like it would make sense but you'll also never be prepared your immune system will never be strong enough to fight anything off and it kind of feels like that it's like it's almost like i feel like we're our our Skin will never be thick enough to let some ignorant asshole say something or believe something or do something. And for us to just be like, well, all right, whatever. You know, you you don't Mm -hmm. like the color of my skin? Okay. Mm -hmm. You know, like, whatever. Who gives a shit? You don't like it? That's your prerogative. Right. You know, that's one of the, the amazing things about life is that we are all entitled to believe whatever it is that we want to believe. But on the flip side, we have to be respectful of that same courtesy to other people Mm -hmm. you want to hate me because i'm black or hate me because i'm mediterranean or hate me because you know i like a certain food or a game or that's your prerogative go ahead that's your issue not mine Mm -hmm. and don't make it mine with your pussy whiny bullshit yeah well I, i would love to know where this whole thing started in the first place and how after all these years of dr seuss being read not just not just in schools and in homes there's like a whole dr seuss theme week in a lot of schools where people dress up as the the kid they have the students dress up as characters from books and they read books and they have someone come and read books and i mean it's where i don't understand why this is such a a a big deal i i just don't get it speaking of you know equality we got Black History Month. Could we get Dr. Seuss History Month? Come on. We Doc, it's Dr. Seuss. Women's History Month right now, so, you know, there get you woke. Oh, yeah, get, women, get with oh, the oh. times. It's Women's History Month. God damn it, money. You're so insensitive. <laughs> <laughs> and proud of it, motherfucker. <laughs> uh, well, I do, I do hate Seuss... you, D-Money, because you own WWE Crush Hour, and, and that will never end. <laughs> That Can we get continue. WWE Crush Hour History Month, please? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, yeah, maybe that's a little too far. That, that was a little too far. <laughs> oh, man. Well, you know, that was a very creative email. Good discussion out of it. I, I just, I don't know. I, I just don't get it. I don't get any of it. Um, well, let me not say that because I get it. I just don't understand how we got here, I guess, is, is what I don't yeah, We got get. nothing better to do with and, our time than this nonsense. Yeah, and, what, you know, like you said, Lou, what, you know, what, where is it going to end? You know, mm-hmm. when is, you know, where, where is the, 
I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the petition on green eggs and ham. We got to take that out. Like, <laughs> right? It's prejudice why, why are against you eating white, green eggs? White eggs and ham. Yeah, right. Why do they have to be green? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh. well, cat, thank cat, you, cat fact. in the hat. No, we can't have yes. a cat wearing a hat because the right. you know it's not it, it's not right. Get the fuck out of here. The cat's <laughs> the cat was naked the whole book. It's fucking showing kids they don't have to wear clothes. Cat. It's it should be cat in a gender neutral garment. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's oh, funny. Well, thanks for that email, Fat in the Hat. Yes, indeed. All right, gentlemen, moving on. Week after week, I listen to you hypocrites spew your bullshit about how things were quote better in your day, like a bunch of hoes. Puerto Rico is kind of fair but rarely has a bad word to say about anything. And while it would be easy to direct this tirade at you, Money, I want to take special aim at Flash. Of course. At least least Money openly hates most things. You, Flash, are a closet hater who enables Money's jaded crap. You used to say all the time how you could take it or leave it, but the truth is that's not who you are. You leave it way more than you take it. And what you do take, aside from anything up the ass, is normally direct relatives of your precious retro gaming. As Money says, let's see what Duke Nuke has to say. That is not what I say, by the way. Mm -hmm. Crickets for your hypocritical, whiny, slut bullshit. You, sir, I'm cutting you off. That's right. This is D-Money speaking now. Oh, I was Whoa. about to. I was about to say what happened here. The tone of this oh. email changed. Yes, yes. Yeah. you sir can eat a big fat dick. Yeah, I like retro gaming way more than today's poor excuse of an industry. But you'll take what I have to say, and not only will you take it, you'll fucking like it. How fucking dare you write into our show and spew your baseless hate at us? For the record, things. We're better in my day, motherfucker. And I'm not going to sit by and idly watch the world turn into the shits and drizzles. If you don't fucking like it, then go listen to something else, you cum-guzzling piece of shit. And I won't waste another fucking word on you. Signed, Dickface the Crying Wench. Now fucking get lost. Wait, wait, what just happened? Be Be sure to send your emails. Guys, I'll tell you what fucking happened. I'll tell you what happened. Wait, hold on a second. We were going with the email, mid-email, and then money money changed and stopped reading the email, but I don't know at what point he stopped reading and started being money. I'm not sure. I, I will, let me go back for you here. I got tired of this fucking nonsense. The last of his words, or her words, I don't know what his or her name was because it wasn't signed was here as money says let's see what duke nuke has to say oh i see so that's that's where the email ended yeah and that set me off because i got this motherfucker writing into our show it's not his show he doesn't even know the name of the fucking characters that that we're quoting that that we use sound effects from, and he's got the balls to attack us. Well, he he called me. Attack. He called me Puerto Rico instead of Puerto Rican judo. He did Puerto Rico, and he called Duke Nukem Duke Nuke. So at that point, I, I, I you know he took 
aim at, at, at our buddy here, Flash. He yeah, and that's the, that's the part I got confused because, like, he, you know, he was shitting on me, but I I didn't really get the argument. You know, well, I don't know what he, what he's complaining because I his I say I can take is, it or leave it, but I take it more than I leave it. And I mean, truth be told, I take it up the ass a lot, and you know, I will stand by that statement. <laughs> and, you know, in terms well, of the retro games, I don't, I didn't really understand that. I think he was trying to set up a bad joke. Oh. With your whole take it or leave it, which, no. which just seems like I, I don't know. I honestly, construction. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, what, whatever it is that he did to set money off, his I can't see him anymore. Like it's just a still shot. Yeah, of money so, now. <laughs> the money's tirade was so extreme it broke his video feed. Yep. You know, I feel like over the past two months or so, we've had a few people write into this show, and it's one thing to give your opinion. I'm I'm totally totally happy for to hear what people believe in and think and opine for themselves but i feel like you can be respectful while you do it and while we joke around with one another here and we, we we're, i'm sure we're constantly taking shots at each other and and ourselves to be mm. fair we are again generally respectful even if we don't agree with each other's view, excuse me viewpoints but reading this email i just I, he didn't have any type of salutation it just it looked very poorly put together there were misspellings there were incorrect quotes he called puerto rican judo puerto rico which i don't know if we're talking about equality i don't know if that was a shot a, a race thing or if the, i don't know i don't know because don't know. this coherent asshole wants to put something together, then he's crapping on you, Bob. And I, it just, I, you know, I had enough halfway through. It's like, what is this fucking incoherent bullshit? Well, you know, I, the, the, inco the incoherentness and missing the name, I, I, I can understand that. But I mean, as far as the content, I mean, I don't know. I, I think that we I think we foster that based on the conversations that we have. And since we've, we've given off this vibe of a lot of bull busting, that sometimes the emails come back to us that way because maybe they think we can handle it. I mean, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that too. But <clears throat> give us an opinion. Don't just write in crapping on us. He, you know, he doesn't like doesn't like the fact that Bob enables me. I don't. I don't even understand where that's coming from. And I, I didn't even think yeah, Bob enables you. I was really you. confused because really he's like, oh, and you know, you know, uh, Flash is an asshole, and I'm like, I'm like. Okay, I proceed, but then there really wasn't, you know, then there was no evidence or, you know, any things to, uh, facts to back that up. And I'm like, oh, well, you know, maybe get back to me when you got a legit argument. Yeah. Well, but it doesn't even matter. There was no signature. There was no salutation. There was nothing but, you know, misspellings and misquotes. And, and then he's trying to use, you know, the, the compactor sound effect. And that's where I cut it off where I said, all right, you Whoa. know what? Enough. Mm -hmm. Well, listen. Instead of the Duke, the Duke Nuke sound effect that he asked for, he got crickets. Mystery misspeller. That's who that will be. Um, yeah. And we'll just leave. Why are we still talking about this guy? I don't know. Yeah, just uh, upgrade to Microsoft Word. It's got a free spell check. <laughs> right in, right in, included. It's and excuse me. It's excuse me. Yeah. His his typewriter is just fine. <laughs> it's also some some computers also have a dictation mode where you can just talk and you know the words pop yeah. up on your screen. I'm just saying. Lewis, I, 
I fear that is what this jerk-off used, which is why there were so many <laughs> misspelled. I know my son uses that for school, and it, it's not even close. I use it on my phone, and it's actually pretty good. Yeah. I don't know that. He, I mean, he's young. He doesn't know how to enunciate and whatnot. He just right. sort of right. runs, you know, a whole paragraph as a run-on sentence, and then... All right. Well, anyway... But, yeah, this is where I would typically thank the emailer for their email, but not this time. Moving on to the conquering of mountains. <laughs> oh, yes. Well, um, incoherent, misspelled douchebag has been brought to you by the new novel, To Conquer a Mountain, by R.S. Denker. The exciting tale of one man's road to redemption, available right now as we speak on Amazon.com. Boom. Double boom, boom. Now, wait a second. I I'm interested in purchasing this novel, but I do want to make sure that there are no racial depictions anywhere in this book. There are not, except for the wildly racist uh, noodles all over the cover. No, I'm just kidding. No, there's none, 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 none of that. All right, gentlemen. Well, it's at this point in the show that I'm going to hand it off to our good friend, everyone's favorite game show host Rod Flashman <laughs> Hey how's everybody doing it's everyone's favorite game show host Rod Flashman with another episode of All Up In Your Geeks video game feud alright just letting you know that I'm back from my six month incarceration for fucking a goat but you know what? Those are trumped up charges because I fucked more than one goat. All right, who's ready to play? Okay, guys. So this is what we're going to do. Uh, we have, basically, we're going to do three rounds. Each round is worth one... Uh, sorry, let me start again. We're going to do three rounds. Round one is worth one point. Round two is worth two points. And round three is worth three points, making the other two rounds completely irrelevant. And that's how we're going to play. <laughs> so uh, what we're going to do is going to play like regular family feud. We're going to do a face-off. And then we got um, the answers are on the board. And we'll go from there. You guys ready to play? Ready. All right. So first category is in October of 2020, Pixel Parade did a poll. And that poll is... What are the top video game consoles of all time? So, in a moment, we're going to do a face-off. And first one to raise your hand can give me an answer. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right. Top five answers are on the board. What are the best video game consoles of all time? <laughs> T-Money. The N-Gage. Oh, sorry. Lou, do you want to answer? <laughs> I don't know if I can top that one. Um, I'm going to go with a Nintendo Switch. All right. That was uh, number three. Do you want to pass or play, Lou? Uh, I'm going to play. All right. Okay, so uh, a little bit modified. You get two strikes, and then the money you got a chance to steal. All right. All right. Lou, what's the top video game console of all time? Sorry. 
Sony PlayStation 4. Oh, strike one. Oh. Want to try again? I will try again. Does he have a choice at this point? Didn't he already declare? Or could he then, how does that work? You be quiet over there, sir, and you let Mr. Rodman and <laughs> well, I do these business. Are, these are, you know, what they basically did a poll. Sorry, I should have explained it a little better. They did a poll of like what you, you know, what the, the gamers, they polled gamers and what they considered the top consoles of all time. So these are the top five answers. Mm-hmm. So, so I, got, I, got, got I got one strike Switch, and one left. Which was number three. Right. So. Um, then I'm going to go with the Super Nintendo. All right. It's number two. All right, let's see what comes to mind. The Nintendo Entertainment System. Ooh, strike two. Wow. All right, we're going over to D-Money. Chance to steal, D-Money. Now, I only need... Video game console of all time? I only need one of the three remaining answers, correct? Correct. The Sony PlayStation 2. No, number one answer. Yeah, yeah. One goes to D-Money. All right. Number five was N64. Number four was the 360, and the rest you got. Going to our next category. In May of 2020, IGN did a poll. The top video game characters of all time. All right. So you guys get ready. Give me a top video game character of all time. Go. Oh, D-Money again. Streets of Rage. Oh, that's wrong. Uh, Lou? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Mario. Oh, number one answer. Want to pass or play, Lou? Since I lost the last round, I'm going to play. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, Lou, give me a top video game character of all time. Hmm, top video game character of all time. I am going to go with one of my favorite video games, Solid Snake. Ooh, strike one, Lou. Want to try again? Yeah, well, I'm going to have to try again. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go with Sonic. Ah, strike two. What? Chance to steal. Wow. Wow. And I, I have four options to steal, correct? Yes. What is the PlayStation move? Oh, uh, no, that is incorrect. Uh, point goes to Lou. So for this category, number four, believe it or not, was Doom Guy. Wow. <laughs> number, yeah, number three was Master Chief. Uh, number wow. two was Link. And then number one you got as um, Mario. Wow. All right. All right. Wow. All right. So, hey, we're all tied up here. You guys having fun or falling asleep? Maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go to the final Final round, points are tripled, and uh, my butt cheeks have tripled in redness. Uh, I don't know why. So here we go with the face-off. Category is um, Metacritic's April 2020 poll of what is the greatest video game of all time. Go! D-Money again. D-Money fast with the with the hands up. Super Mario Brothers. Oh, sorry. Lou, you want to go ahead? Can you oh. can you repeat the category again? Category is greatest video game of all time. Greatest video game of all time. Hmm. I'm going to go with Donkey Kong. All right, Derek. I'm going to let you play on this one. Wow. Was that wrong? 
This is wrong. Oh, okay. I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> I thought we were just throwing chances. Wow. All the right. greatest video game of all time. Wow. Uh, the Legend of Zelda? Yes. Legend of Zelda, Ocarina of Time. I'm just going to give it to you. <laughs> Do you want to you want to pass or play? Uh, I think I'm gonna play. That was what number? That was number one. Oh, that was the number one answer. It what? was. Who? Oh, Whose who survey was this? Yeah, right. <laughs> so basically, April in 2020, Metacritic took all the critic reviews and all the user reviews and gave a list of the greatest wow. video games of all time. Wow. And number one was Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Okay. T-Money, give me your greatest game of all time. Halo. Strike one. Wow. Try again. Mm, Grand Theft Auto 3. Well, uh, we're just going to go right here. It's actually Grand Theft Auto 4, but for the sake of time, I'm going to give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the second one. We had no Halos. We had no Super Mario Brothers. Wow. I am drawing a Big old fat cock. Mm-hmm. There's a surprise. <laughs> Final Fantasy VII? Oh, so sorry, D-Money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think, it was, I think it was strike one. No, that was no, strike that two. Was two. Was strike yeah, two. Was... Sorry, maybe I should pay attention to my own fucking game. <laughs> Let's go over to Lou, trying to steal. Lou? Give me the greatest game of all time. Hmm. Greatest game of all time. Shit. Super Mario 64? No. All right. <laughs> so, T-Money, all the points go to you. Woo! And you win. Uh, actually, believe it or not. <laughs> A PlayStation the, move? Right. So, no. Um, basically, yeah. So, number one was Ocarina of Time. Uh-huh. Um, number, number three, actually, was GTA 4. Which wow. I couldn't fucking believe. I'm like, who right. likes that the best? And number two was, get the fuck out of here, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, so, a good popular I, game it was, for its yeah, time, That was a good game, ever? but best ever over... Dude, I know, I couldn't fucking believe it, but it, like the fucking, all the reviews, the user score and the, the critic score was like, you know, like fucking 98 well, you know, you know like what? I'll, I'll chalk. I will chalk that up to April 2020 being the first month of a full quarantine. So maybe sure. some people were just a little out of sorts. Lou, if I were yeah. you, I, I would file a formal complaint based on racism. I think you have a good shot. I think you're right. I think I do have a yeah. good shot. Well, well, that was fun. <laughs> Allegedly, who knows? <laughs> Audience fell asleep. <laughs> I'm doing blow off the go the donkey's ass. D-Money, you're the big winner. Your grand prize is you get to bend over and spread those cheeks as we go into the back room. And thanks you all for playing. Thank you for listening to All the Pretty Geeks Video Game View. Woo! I've never been so happy to lose a game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, going into that third round, I said to myself, this, these fucking polls, I don't know where he's getting these polls from, but I feel pretty good with Lou only getting one chance to, to get something right because I had no fucking idea what I was doing, but I knew Lou would, would ultimately not get them all, and then I'd be left picking a fucking game out of the blue sky. 
Well, that, yeah, that, that's kind of where I was, and I'm I'm thinking, and at no point at all did Tony Hawk's Pro Skater right. 2 even cross my mind. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. and, and again, yeah. and I'm not shitting on Tony Hawk 2. Tony Hawk 2 yeah. was a right. great game, but the number two greatest game of all time? All time, yeah. I don't know about that. No. Yeah, no, that was that was fucked up. And even when I read it, I had to like reread it because I'm like, wait a minute, like this fucking this S- SSX was better. I mean, I know it's it's a different game, but it's like the same genre. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> wow, interesting. Well, that's that. <laughs> for better, or for worse, <laughs> and you'll probably never play it again. But that was the feud. <laughs> well, that's how you set up a fucking discussion for Wandavision. Oh, totally. Okay. Yeah, you can't fucking dig the hole any deeper than that. No, yeah, you you can't go wrong now. (laughs) All right, guys, here we go for WandaVision episode number eight. And, you know, the one thing that stood out to me immediately, well, maybe not immediately because it happened, you know, a couple minutes in, is when I was listening back to our conversation about the previous episode, and you know money money was talking about the the time frames going from the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and i and i said these are probably shows that she watched as a kid that she could relate to and that's why she's going through this period this is her idea of an ideal family and lo and behold we found that that's exactly what happened that her father was a fucking dvd bootlegger <laughs> and he was bringing home all these things for her to watch and it's all started with her special stash behind the wall, the Dick Van Dyke show. So these are all memories of things that she did when, when she was a child. Um, notwithstanding that, I I don't know if this was a standout episode. I think some of the episodes before it were good. But there were some really good highlights in this episode. I, I thought that overall it was a good episode. Yeah, no, I I agree. Um, I mean, it was, yes, it was very much uh, like an exposition dump, uh, kind of the episode, but I didn't really mind it, though. Um, I I kind of enjoyed those flashbacks and kind of learning, uh, you know, her uh, about those, you know, those those events we didn't see Mm -hmm. in in her backstory, um, which I uh, thought was 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 pretty interesting. And um, although I will say. I will say, a couple of things point um, <clears throat> jumped out of me at that original flashback when she was a little kid mm-hmm. watching the DVDs. Like, you, you know, her father comes in with the box of like DVDs, like he's selling them, and like, I don't know, they never, they never even look like they've been touched. You know, yeah, right? Like, <laughs> right? I was like, I'm like, is anyone even watching these? This is like her favorite one, and it looks like they just cracked open the the shrink wrap. You know, and number two, they like he had like a DVD player, the the dad. But then they're watching it on like a, a shitty black and white TV. I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, does that DVD player? That's such a freaking nerd I am. I'm like, can you even hook up that DVD player to that? Right. Um, so I, I don't know. That just um, jumped out at me. But but yeah, I, I mean, I, I did enjoy seeing the, those scenes. I thought also when, you know, when we when see the, the vision in the different pieces and she kind of goes goes yeah. back there. That was I thought that was pretty cool. Uh-huh. Um. And, you know, basically where she creates the city. Another weird thing, too, is, um, you know, the vision leaves her a note of like, hey, this is a nice place to, like, grow old together. I don't know. It's a little suspect. That whole note is suspect. Plus, like, 
would like a robot write in that handwriting? Like, wouldn't he have like perfect, like fucking font <laughs> that you get on your computer? I don't know. But so, he, but he's like a Android. So, I mean, I guess that kind of makes sense, right? You know, I, I was, you know, the, I was, well, hold, I'm sorry. Hold on. The other big takeaway from that scene is that for the entire show, it's been alleged that Wanda has taken Vision's body from Sword Headquarters. And in fact, she did not. She right. went there and she saw the body and she felt touched the this forehead, said, I can't feel you. She was sad. She left and went into her Buick crying and she drove away. She never yeah. came back. She never took it. So that means that all of that video of her taking the body was fabricated by, I'm assuming... Hayward, who, in my opinion, and I said this a few episodes ago, is really fucking Ultron. You know, mm. I was conflicted. I was conflicted with this episode because on one hand, mm -hmm. after watching it, I was like, wow, this was the best episode in the entire series so far. And the reason I felt that way was because, what is this, episode eight? Eight, yeah. Eight. It took us seven episodes of <clears throat> nonsense, of nothing of learning nothing and seeing nothing and, and there just being no meat on the bone, you know? I mean, we're watching things happen and, and we're following them along and the kids are getting older, but, like, nothing's really happening. And finally in this episode, I started to get a little bit of backstory and start to understand a little bit about why she is the way she is and why her life has been the way it's been and, and, and why mm -hmm. she's done some of the things that she's done. And, and I like that backstory. But on the flip side of that, Bob, I noticed yeah. a lot of the things you noticed as inconsistencies. And I don't believe, as much as I'd like to believe it, and I'd like to sit here and say what a shitty series it is and the writers are garbage, and, and I'd love to crap on it. But I don't believe for one second that something like that TV and that DVD player was an accident. Mm -hmm. I think that there's some sort of wires crossed or we're going to learn about some sort of brain trauma that has sort of affected her in a way that she's remembering certain things from her childhood and mixing them up with certain things from her adulthood and, mm -hmm. and like I said there being some sort of wires crossed the one thing I saw about this episode that I loved that I thought was the best 10 to 15 seconds of the entire series was I think it was the post credit scene with, with Vision mm -hmm. yes, and how it now looks like what I wanted to happen in either Vision or Wanda being the main antagonist is going to come to fruition. That one of them will be the evil. Or, the evildoer, if you will. Or not. Mm -hmm. I mean, if, right. if, if, the, if the Vision that's <clears throat> inside this hex gets put into this new Vision body and it's just the same guy, then probably not. Um, right. or if it is, are they, if, if they are able to control it somehow or harness the power so that they can use it against her and then she's able to communicate to him, then, you know, that's not going to work either. But that was the first thing I thought of when I saw that too. I was like, well, shit, maybe they are going to put them against each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it looks, it looks like this accusation of, of her being the Scarlet Witch. There will be more of that yes. to come. I don't even know what the fuck that is at this point. Well, that's... Oh, that's who she yeah, we is. Don't even, we don't even really know what that is because oh, okay. I didn't know um, if that I mean, was like was, some. You know, she was called. You know, uh, Wanda was called the Scarlet Witch in the comics, but you know, her origin was different. Her backstory right. was different. 
So, and the way they're using the Scarlet Witch in this show is more of like a prophecy as, as somebody with, you know, crazy powers, which I don't think they've really done before, before this show. Right. Um, I did, yes, I did also really like the post credit scene um, with um, the Vision, and I think comic book fans will notice that that's the White Vision, which mm-hmm. was a, which was another uh, version of him. But, Lou, I think you're right. Um, I think, actually, D-Money, you might, you, I think you're right, too, because I think this White Vision will start out probably as as just a you know a mindless you know robot kind of go sent in there to kind of destroy her but i think ultimately lou i think what you said is uh since she was able to sort of extract the soul of the vision mm-hmm. um that's living in the hex i think the end game will be that that soul goes into that body and then he returns as right white vision real vision you know the other any- the other thing and and what 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 I didn't get a chance to say about what you guys were saying with the TV is I think money's right. I think I don't know if they're going to uncover any type of head trauma that's going to, you know, kind of show how her inconsistencies are, but the way that I looked at it because there were several other things that were inconsistent also in some of those flashbacks is that she is inside of this anomaly that she's controlling while at the same time also trying to have memories. And I think she's just remembering certain things and not everything. Um, And one thing I didn't even realize until way after the fact is that the flashback where she's in uh, the room with Vision at the Avengers compound was not the exact same room as it was in the movie. Like it, the, the, the windows were a little off, the color scheme, the way the pillows were arranged, it was a different room. It was supposed to be in that same time, but the room was not set up the same. Hmm. Well, wasn't there one of her flashbacks? I think it was towards the beginning of the episode. Was, weren't her and her brother in some sort of a, I don't know, they were under something and a bomb hits right outside of, of whatever they're hiding in. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It looked sort of like a rocket ship-esque I well, that would have just been debris of some sort. What was it? Um, that's one of the, the yeah, because like the 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 Stark missile that hits, and then it yeah, and it doesn't go, go off. off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there, although there was, uh, I read that there was some interesting um, tidbits about that where um, you know one of the Scarlet Witch's powers in the comics was the probability spell that she could do where you know i guess you could cast like all 50 50 and maybe it won't go off and and it almost looks like she's doing that but you know but then wanda says oh no it just didn't go off so unless maybe she was subconsciously doing that or maybe that's not one of her powers now i, I don't know well that but whole fla- the whole flashback with the with the infinity stone i found interesting also yeah um, yeah, definitely. Because they—that's never mentioned either that she had any kind of, or, or if it, if and if it was in the movies, I don't remember it where she had any type of interaction like that with any of the Infinity Stones. Um, and when she's looking at the stone, I guess during that whole flashback, like the Scarlet Witch costume is kind of coming at her from the other side, and I found that interesting because I thought maybe. What they're the angle that they're trying to go with is that the Scarlet Witch, the prophecy Scarlet Scarlet Witch that you were talking about, used the stone as some kind of conduit to find its way into Wanda in the first place. I have a theory, and and you guys tell me if it's possible at all, even. Mm-hmm. Now, isn't everyone in this little town dead? I don't think so. No. Uh-huh. No, they're just under the spell. They're not dead. Well, okay, but when she remembers that 
remember you were talking about the probability and the 50-50 and this dismissal hits and maybe she was casting the mm-hmm. probability spell and she saved herself. Maybe she didn't save herself. Maybe she died. And that's just how she's remembering it, that she survived. But she, I got the impression, I thought when they went back, I think it was towards the end of the episode, when they were in and they were seeing all the people in the the town, in the, the Westview, mm-hmm. out and about. Right. And they were their real selves, mm-hmm. just different people. <clears throat> yes. I, I'm trying to I'm trying to see if if that missile hitting was really the end of her. And now they're all in this town. They're all dead. Mm-hmm. And they're living these sort of memory lives they've constructed because there's nothing there. And I don't know how that would tie into the vision, you know, vision and the, the Marvel universe. And mm-hmm. I think it would be a kind of a cool ending for the show in and of itself. But I don't think it ties into any of the comic book I don't, world shit. I don't think that they can go that route with her because they've used her in the movies. And okay. to assume that she was dead and that all the other superheroes saw her as an apparition, I think might be a little too much. Not that they couldn't do it. Um, yeah. but I don't, I don't think that that's the route that they're going to go. Um, right. I, I don't think that, I don't think the missile has, has as much impact to her being dead or alive as it does to her realizing she had some type of power then she just didn't know what it was. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. I think, I think the thing that bothered me about this episode, cause I did say it was sort of a mixed bag and while mm-hmm. there was a lot about it that I liked was I feel like it took us... Why did it take us eight episodes to get here? Like, it it took us four real-time hours of wasted nonsense. I don't think the other stuff was wasted nonsense, though. I do. Uh, it did nothing for me. I was falling asleep every episode. Mm-hmm. Boring. I mean, if you're into this type of thing, and you know the, the, the universe and the history and the comics, I would totally understand how it would be right up your alley. But... To you know, okay. in terms of bringing in new viewership, it's it was just boring. You know, up until this eighth episode, I'll still maintain. I I don't know if they're I don't know if they're looking at new viewership the same way. I think they're anticipating that anyone who's watching this has some basic understanding of the movies, of the comics, of the characters, or or whatever. So okay. there's a there's a lot of stuff that made sense in watching the other episodes. Or just that were cool to see since all of the movies happened. So, right. you know, I, that's why I'm not necessarily looking as, at the previous episodes as a waste of time. Um, because in, in my opinion, and I'm sure in Bob's opinion also, uh, maybe at different points, it meant something to, to me. So I get where they're going. Um, I just feel like it was filler. And not that it was a waste of time, but it was just seven episodes of filler. Mm-hmm. Where I would expect there to be a little bit more... I don't know, significant mm-hmm. episodes, even if they're spaced out. No, I don't know. I, fe- I, I felt that there was something significant in each episode. Okay. Maybe, maybe not all of it was significant, and it often never is. But there were at least one or two significant takeaways in every episode. Mm-hmm. Well, I just what do you, feel like there's think, no Bob? way they can... Mm-hmm. What do you think? Like were, were the episode yes, were the um, were the previous episodes just filler for you, or were you able to take something out of them leading into this this episode? 
yes, no, I mean, I, I mean, I do, I do see where where D money is coming from, and and like I said, and and again, I think this is where not having that prior knowledge is is more detrimental than than not, because like we're we're more familiar with the characters, we're more familiar with this this universe, we pick up on a lot of these little things that kind of probably blow right by D money. So he's like, what the fuck? He's just wasting my time. Although I will say that I thought the first two episodes, you know, I mean, seeing it now as a whole, I, I I'm a little bit better with it than I was in the beginning, but I, I, I felt like those first two episodes that were full blown all the way sitcoms. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay. And especially like episode two, cause I'm like, all right, episode one, I'll give you a pass on that one. You did a full sitcom, but definitely episode two where you pretty much did full sitcom again. I'm like, I'm like, Hey guys, can we like, we move this along like you know can we get to the the meat and potatoes so with those two episodes i I felt that but then after after that and after we saw what was going on and you know every they started to investigate that situation then Mm -hmm. i sort of got more into it and and i got a little bit more out of it and and certainly now you know um ready for the the conclusion but i you know i i definitely was able to take things out of the other episodes um okay Unless there's going to be a, a second season of this show it's in it, itself, I don't feel like an hour is enough to tie up all the loose ends. We have to figure out what's going on with the kids. We have to figure out what's going on with Vision, with Agatha, with Wanda, with fucking Ching Chong, the, the, the FBI agent, the sword agent, whatever his mm-hmm. name is, the fucking... The head of the sword thing, the guy with the white hair. Uh, I, there's just too fucking much. I don't, I don't think they're going to... I don't think they need... I don't even think they need an hour for that. If I'm to be completely honest, I I think that I think it's all going to end up being some type of, you know, creation of her anyway. Vision, the real vision, the way that she's imagining it doesn't exist. The kids don't exist, right? They free the town and they whatever happens with this new vision happens with this new vision. I don't think Hayward sticks around. I still think he turns out to be Ultron and then um I think we find out who the missing person was that the agent Wu was looking for. And I think that turns out to be Loki going into the Loki series. Um, And that also might end up being what this big Luke Skywalker type cameo is. Loki is Thor's brother. I didn't even know. He was one of the other villains. He was one of the other villains from the first phases of movies. Yeah, I see. I, but yeah, I mean, I think I think a lot of stuff will get wrapped up. I think there will be things that don't. But like mm-hmm. Lou said, there'll be things that lead into that other series. And don't forget, there's I think there's a lot of these things that were um, and characters and and situations that were set up here is going to lead into um, the Doctor Strange sequel. You know, the 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 madness of the of the multiverse. So I think exactly that's where you're going to get your ultimate. Con- maybe conclusion with uh, with some of the things they set up here. So that's why it might not all get wrapped up in this now, one episode. You know, one thing that I did read that I found particularly interesting, and if they did it, it would be pretty fucking badass, is they've really not said much about this um, Spider-Man movie and Doctor Strange movie or whatever about the multiverse. Yeah. They've kept it under wraps with the exception of the Spider-Man name of the movie, and that's about it. So what, what I read... And heard, actually, because I was watching some reactions and watching some theories, is that the promo for either the Spider-Man or Doctor Strange movie is going to be the end of WandaVision. And the cameo 
this Luke Skywalker cameo that they're talking about is going to be a however many second glimpse um, of Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man leading into the multiverse. So we got a five-hour fucking commercial yes. for Spider-Man. No, you get a 30-second commercial for Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, don't forget to drink your Ovaltine. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you know, then again, maybe Ultron is the fucking reveal and he goes on to the movies. I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how they're, and, and I'm glad I don't really have any idea. I want to be surprised and, um, at how they conclude this and no, to answer your question, money, there's no second season in the works. This series was supposed to be like a, a projecting point for the next phase of movies. Well, I can tell you one thing for absolute certainty. Yes. Spoiler alert, it will be underwhelming. <laughs> For you, it might be <laughs> underwhelming. <laughs> I hope, I hope that when I watch on Friday, that one, the episode is more than 32 minutes, and two, that it's not underwhelming. You know what? I just have one request. I've put all this time into this series. My only ask is that the fucking finale doesn't put me to sleep. That's all I ask for. Sleeper's gonna sleep. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Request denied. (laughs) Um, Now, I I thought overall it was a good episode. I did like the the post-credit scene too. I thought that that was a pretty good good swerve right there. Um, So they're already leading into a really decent finale in my opinion. But... My question to either of you, if you've seen or read, they said, or I I can't say they said it. Someone said somewhere in an article that the last three episodes were going to be an hour. And we've gotten two of those last three. None of them have been an hour, even with the credits. Yeah, that was some bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So you think we get a one hour? Say it again. Yeah, right. That that request was granted, (laughs) D-Money. So they're like, let's set them up for... Tell him it's three one-hour episodes, and he'll be pleasantly surprised that they're nowhere near an hour. <laughs> You're right. Do do we get a one-hour finale? I think so. I think it will be forty-nine minutes with ten minutes of credit. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's well, that's a good point. Yeah. So I think you'll get an hour, including the credits. All right. Yeah. Well, we've gotten about that over the whole fucking series. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. I don't know. So far, I mean, I guess it's been fine, but it's been totally missable. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I would not have missed a fucking thing if I didn't watch this, except now knowing not to listen to you jerk offs in the future. Oh, you're you're gonna watch more. It's you'll you'll see. Oh, oh, oh yeah. you're gonna watch. You're gonna watch. You're gonna watch, and we're gonna talk about it, and and we're gonna convert. You'll see. And no more men in tights, unless it's men in tights. That's a great right, movie. The actual men in tights. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, this would be a good time to remind everyone that this level of All Up In Your Geek is brought to you by The High Heel Gamer, the Oprah of the Nerd World. You can catch her on our website at thehighheelgamer.com or live every Wednesday at 6 p.m. on The Breakdown on Facebook. Boom. What is The Breakdown. It's only a broad look at all things comic hero villain related news. Interviews of your favorite. And of course, the screen gets cut off. That's great. Yes. 
interviews of your favorite actors, writers, and artists of your favorite comic book paraphernalia. You can also catch me on the High Heel Gamer stream. Well, starting on Thursday, you can catch me on the High Heel Gamer stream. I had to take some unexpected time off from the stream, but I will be back this Thursday. And we're probably going to be tackling either State of Emergency or some Diablo 3 double boom. Oh, State of Emergency. I'll tune in for that. <laughs> state of Decay 2. Oh. You've just entered the territory of Robin Hood and his merry men. I'm telling you, I, I stay getting Ooh. video game titles wrong. And on that note, I, getting video game titles wrong, we have a name that game, right? <laughs> oh. Do we? Oh, wait. Never mind. Hang on. <laughs> it's not a Western. By the way, don't you love ads on YouTube? Because I, I love them, <laughs> by the way. I absolutely love them. I would please like more. Personally. Yeah, please don't edit that out, Lou. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait for it. It's worth it. <laughs> Holy shit, wait a minute. Lou, I can tell you right now, I'm not even going to have a guest. <laughs> there it is! Totally worth the wait! Are you guys ready to play Name That Game? Yes, I am. Alright. Holy shit, what the fuck was that build-up? You ever heard that before in your life? I haven't. No, I, I barely Jeez. heard anything. <laughs> oh, all right. Anywho, well, uh, here we go. <laughs> so this game is a platformer adventure game developed by Chair Entertainment in association with Epic Games, and it was published by Microsoft Studios for the 360 in 2009. The game follows Jason and his girlfriend Claire out to explore some caverns. When Claire goes missing and he finds an underground complex with soldiers. And. Okay, yeah, you have to defeat. Sorry. An underground complex defeating uh, hostile forces and finding various power ups that enable further exploration. And the original script for this game was written by Peter David. Gentlemen, name that game. Oh, man. Wow. Uh, sounds sort of like a Metroidvania. You think so? Opening up further exploration and underground cavern. But I never had an xbox or a 360 or a series x or s or oddly enough i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a bonus clue there was a remastered version released for windows uh december 2015 for the xbox one and in march 2016 for the playstation 4 and in may 2016 there was a limited physical printing of 7500 copies uh for the playstation 4 through limited run games. That's what year for the PS4? 2016. 16. The two, the two takeaways for me and the clues, and I could be crazy, is Epic Games and Complex. Those are the two takeaways for me. 
So I'm shadow o- complex. I'm automatically thinking shadow complex, especially since I've been fucking it up over the last three weeks. <laughs> um, uh, Lou, have you played that at all? I I've played it briefly, and I do remember uh, Jason as uh, the, the anta- I'm sorry protagonist. But it's been a while. I could be wrong. Um, but I do know that they did recirculate or redistribute the titles like he was talking about um, much later on. So I, I'm I, that's kind of what I'm thinking. I'm all for it. I, I think I think you might be right here. That sounds like something Bob would do. <laughs> Does it come up with the game that you've been stumbling over for the past few weeks? Yes, and I'm I, I'm I, I'll let you say it so I don't fuck it up. <laughs> Shadow Complex. Final answer. Correct. Shadow Complex. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> <laughs> See, now I'm gonna have to go back and play it. There you go. I heard it was really good. The little bit I played was good. Yeah, no, it, it, it was really good. Um, see, I mean, back when that came out, like, gotta remember, that was like 2009, yeah. and that was like one of the fir- like first, like Metroid, like a new Metroidvania that came out. No, right. so that was kind of like holy shit, and kind of blew me away. Plus, it was kind of cool. It had more of like a contemporary setting, like you weren't in outer space or anything. It was just like guys with machine guns, but it was right. really well done. I I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And fun fact: Avid listener Ryan's uh, game got fucked up, and he never got able to. He was never able to beat it, and I remind him of that every time I. See <laughs> <laughs> <he hated> it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Ninja bitch mode senior. Oh yes. <laughs> All right. Well, with that victory, we have reached the end of this level of All Up in Your Geek. Remember to keep those. And not a fucking moment too soon. <laughs> Remember to keep those emails coming, but be respectful about it. So allupinyourgeek at gmail.com and follow us on all forms of social media at allupinyourgeek. In closing, geek up.